Hello, bipedal creatures. This is the Black Metal Alchemist podcast. Carlos here. But you already know those things because you are very fucking smart, I would say. Now, today I want to talk about... Um, I will talk about, actually, uh, how we create our reality with what we think. So, before that, of course, like always, you are, I'm sure you're getting used to this, I'm going to explain a bit how is the weather, yes, the weather today is fantastic, just like always, seems to be, is quite shiny, but yesterday I made the mistake of criticizing the weather and say, oh, it's a fantastic weather now, it's sunny and stuff, just like I'm doing now, and it began to hail. Yes, a blizzard storm, <laughs> and then sunny again, and then blizzard storm, and then sunny again. So, for what it is now, it is very fucking cool. Looks very fucking nice, it is very fresh, and sunny, and everyone is very much awake. Anyway, today, actually, I have my other cat following me. My male cat, Merck, he's a bit of a, more of a, a more chaotic creature than my female cat, Sol. Sol. So, um, get ready for another Cuteness Overload uh, pictures uh, in the Black Metal Alchemist group. Alright, now, let's get serious here. How does, how, how is it that I say that our thoughts create our reality? Okay. Basically, whatever you think it is there is going to make you... And this is, the, this is the shortened version because I cannot stay here for the, for the hours and hours that it would take for me to completely explain all the mechanisms and so on. But for you to get a gist of this, I will put some examples and I will put also some limitations. Because if I say, whatever you think becomes reality, it's going to come the, the very smart person that is going to say, oh, but the things are there already. If I think about uh, having a million uh, dollars, they don't materialize in front of you. Well, of course not. Jesus Christ, it's not about that. But, for example, if you think that something is dangerous, you will be prepared to face something dangerous and then you will face it and you will be too you will be acting as if that thing was dangerous it's as simple as that so then when you go to recall the memory the situation when you go to describe it to others when you go to explain it to yourself for all you know you faced a dangerous situation and maybe that dangerous thing was just a little nice cat following you. 
Now, the fact that this is very, very dark and looks a bit crazy doesn't mean that it's inherently dangerous. I mean, not if you are not a mouse or a bird, small. <laughs> so this is, this is kind of where, I, where am I heading when uh, beliefs create our reality. Um, as a matter of fact, this is a uh, this is a rabbit hole in which you can also get very lost into because there are obvious limitations. But once you put this to questioning, you can find out that the line in between what you create and what is already there is not as well defined as you previously thought. So, another example. If you think that is um, cold, I mean, if you think that it's cold, you basically are, I mean, here is where we uh, begin to, um, how is this, like um, mess with this not so, not so, uh, not so delimited line of between reality and thought. Because you would say, okay, yes, it's empirically cold. That's, that's a measurement. And that is, that is uh, you know, below these degrees, you, you are gonna feel, well, cold. But the fact that it's cold <laughs> doesn't mean that you cannot go on a t-shirt and enjoy the ride. I mean, right now it's cold and I'm in a t-shirt and, and I'm enjoying the ride. I'm enjoying the cold, for example. It wakes you up, it's fresh, you know. And we might be, well, it's, it's fucking cold. It's, you know, I call it fresh just because I am myself. But um, what I mean is that if for you, oh, that's cold. You know, uh, the implications of coldness to you, you know, you might be, you, you, you will react to those implications. You are not, you are not an empirical machine. You know, it's not, if, if it's cold and you put some sweater, then you put some, you know, you're starting to protect yourself against that, react to that thought. Now, if you would say the same situation, well, I don't care <laughs> whether it's fresh or cold or whatever. It's like, you know, you don't put the tag, for example. Then all of a sudden you can enjoy the, 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 the ride better in t-shirt because it's nothing inherently bad of it. It's kind of, if you, already, if you prepare yourself for a situation you are gonna like, or dislike, then most likely you will 
like or dislike the situation. Now, you will be more prone to, more ready to face the situation in the way that you are describing it in your head. That doesn't mean that life cannot come along and, 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 and slap, in, uh, slap you in the face. Of course. But then is when you meet the line. It's like, no, this is way too fucking cold. You know? Now, this seems a bit like self-evident when I'm talking about the weather and, and temperature, so on. But for example, when it comes to, I think that this gets so, so pronounced when we interact with other fellow humans. Because if you think that the person is angry, what's gonna, what's, what's gonna happen is like, I mean, the communication is so extreme, is so deep that if you already have a prejudgment of the anemic state of that person, let's say angry, you will go and talk to that person as if the person would be angry. And that would actually generate anger because that person um, you are reminding to that person an anemic state. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure if I am explaining this well, but if I would talk to you as if you were angry, my little, mo my, my little intonations, the way I would look at you, the way I would breathe, the way I would... Of, I would um, inflect my, uh, my, my words and so on would unconsciously tell you, hey, this person is talking to me as if I'm angry. I should be angry for this situation just because we, we create rapport uh, unconsciously. So, all in all, you are going to create the situation you are thinking. And most of our situations are bound by other humans and by human and social interaction, even if it's with ourselves. Because <laughs> we do that with ourselves as well. There is no worst... I mean... To me, it has happened, I don't want to generalize here because maybe it might be more mine than anybody else's, but sometimes I have this feeling that, oh, I should be feeling bad right now. Or I'm about to perhaps maybe feel bad. This, whatever thing I'm experiencing is going to let me to feel in a certain way. 
And hold and behold, what, what happens if, uh, if you don't take control over the situation? I want to start feeling a bit like shit. That's at least how it happened to me. Now I just let shit go. Not because I woke up. I have to repeat my yesterday. So, social situations, I think that this is is the most, most, most pronounced. Because if you think that somebody is stupid, for example, and you are talking to that person as if, because when you think something, then you act as if, because it's part of your belief system. And if you don't put it to question, then you're acting with that as a presupposition about the other person. And that's nothing wrong. I mean, you have to do that or else you, Every time you meet somebody, it's like, hey, how is your anemic state right now? Please, I need to know in order to treat you in the very well-deserved manner. That's not how it works. So, uh, you can take a wild guess, but don't believe it that hard. You are not that good. That's a problem. It's, it, to, to believe oneself too deeply is an issue. So, uh, when it comes to, for example, I see this in relationships a lot. Person A had a very bad relationship once upon a time. So person A starts with person B. So person A treats person B like person A's ex. Is already getting ready to that person being whatever stupid, unfaithful, um, self-centered, negative, or whatever other nice qualifications that uh, the ex had. Now, if I would treat you as if you are gonna do something bad to me, how do you think I will be treating you? And will be just a little bit, you know, just a little bit in every single word, in every single sentence, in every single love you, you know, all, in, in, all that, that, in, in all that there would be a bit of acid, in which the acid of, I really think that you are here to fuck me up, in the worst case of the word, the sentence. So, you pick that up. The other person picks this. You cannot not pick it. <laughs> Even if it's below your awareness, that person is going to piss you off if, you are, if, if they treat you like this. It's going to, it's going to create a certain a friction. And the truth is that for all, uh, for all, you know, this new person B, might be a very nice person. Not deserving to be treated like the retard of person A's ex. But person A believed so, thought so, and friction, day with friction, day with friction, acid on the relationship, the person gets pissed off, the person gets 
angry and then all of a sudden the person gets distant and then all of a sudden you're creating the same situation you were fearing to have and that is also a big 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 deal when it comes to fears because fears will tend to be based on thoughts that go on and on and on and on and on and if you fear a situation then when you are fearing the situation you have the situation in mind that situation preoccupies you so you are thinking about it and therefore all your attention gets locked into every single detail around you that proves you that that situation is happening right now that's that's how your attention works it's called reticular activator activator system reticular activating system i think yeah so the more you fear a situation the more chances you are gonna you are gonna be uh, an active part on that situation to happen just remember that time in which for example you had anything in your face that shouldn't be there a pimple a, a, a mark or whatever and then all of a sudden everyone was looking at you or you thought so and you find and you found like 10 people or something that were looking at you definitely to that people well the, th the truth is that the truth is that they weren't looking at you more than they were looking at you before yes for sure the ones that were looking at you that you caught looking at you they were but the thing is that every day happens the same they don't look at you more or less depending on, on, on that but you are putting attention to who is looking at me so then and, and, and again this happens uh, unconsciously I'm bringing to your awareness things that usually are not in your awareness but I'm basically explaining you why certain things certain unexplainable things happen you fear your boss um, being an idiot with you you're gonna treat him as somebody who is gonna be an idiot so most likely you are gonna make him you're gonna put attention to the, 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 the parts of that person that makes him an idiot and not to the good ones and your behavior about all the presuppositions that you have about that person is going to affect that person's way of treating you which are not going to be very nice you know this uh, reminds me to some scenes of my past in which uh, 
my stepfather who had a big hand <clears throat> would call me for whatever reason you know and I would go to him well terrified because he beat me every day you know so I would go there just frozen so he got angry because I was afraid And then I got beaten up because of that. <laughs> if I would have gone like normal, like, like quote unquote normal, if I would have gone there as if he wouldn't have beaten me up for every day or every other day, ever since I met him, most likely I wouldn't have gotten beaten that day either because I wouldn't have acted as if he was going to beat me up, you know. And... <laughs> It's, it's, it's true, it's, it's, this, is, this is how we, we relate to each other. If you think your partner is going to cheat on you anytime, most likely, I mean, and this also happened to, to uh, my first ex. Um, she was so preoccupied with the fact of that I would cheat on her and I, I never did but at some point it got she got fixated that I actually did so she cheated on me <laughs> you know so boom there you go she was just being I mean she had a point for herself because her belief was that I was an asshole and as such she had to retaliate so for some people, <laughs> I, I might be known as somebody who cheated on her, but in truth, that never happened. So, so, but this is not to talk no, nothing bad about nobody. It's just this is this is the nature of how we create reality around us, and how we how we um, how we interfere with reality with everyone it's it's basically not possible not to do this so we have mentioned uh, for a second this so-called reticular activating system this is basically the the, the 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 engine that that moves all this you know the, the, that model, I think that comes from NLP, but I don't know where it comes, I just understand that they use it. This is the engine of why some people are absolutely convinced that whatever you ask to the universe, the universe gives you. But you have to ask with intent. You have to ask very intently and intensely. And hold and behold, it actually fucking works. You know, it's, if you use it, I mean, it, once you understand how your awareness works, then it makes sense that these people have a point. It doesn't work for what they think it works, but it works. And therefore, you cannot prove them <laughs> wrong because they, are going, they can put you pragmatic, uh, pragmatic examples of that working so if you want to go a bit 
further and yeah you're gonna break out a bit of the mambo jumbo about it a bit of the magic but i think that i think that you cannot do such thing you just by explaining the trick you just break up the magic that you want to believe that is nice because it's the one you you believe that in reality everything around you is magic you have no idea how you come to be you have no idea what do you really are you think this you think that you're based you don't know how you move your hand you don't know why you are floating you are something that is self-aware floating in the earth in the middle of a so-called space of might be fucking infinite which is a concept you cannot fucking relate really to because nothing else is infinite except everything so that magic that that is not cool enough you have to you might want to also have unicorns but uh well at least that's not my problem anyway let's go Reticular activating system. Basically, if you put your attention to something, something comes into your awareness for first time, or uh, anyway, not for first time, but whenever you, whenever you center yourself into a thing, let's say tomatoes, tomatoes, tomatoes and you for some reason of your life start looking at tomatoes or get very it, it's something important in your life trust me you're gonna see today more tomatoes you're gonna hear the word tomatoes more than yesterday as a matter of fact you most likely don't remember to have heard the word tomatoes yesterday and you will see that today after the podcast you're gonna hear tomatoes in so many different ways you're gonna see it in the store you will you will find it's gonna be all of a sudden boom is there much more often people are gonna talk about it you're gonna say what the fuck <laughs> like my cat just did right now just jumped for no reason so it, the, those times, I mean, it, this is no, this is, you, you can't relate to this. Uh, that time that you learn a new word, all of a sudden, days after that, Mark, come on. Okay, he lay down. Um, then you started hearing it everywhere. I was like, what the fuck is this witchery? So, when you bought a new thing, then all of a sudden, you saw the same thing around you and you thought that you were unique. Um, this is how your attention works unconsciously. If I mention a black cat, you most likely are going to also see a black cat. You're going to put the attention, your eyes are going to stop on a fucking black cat, perhaps a figure, a painting or something, tomato in your case, until next episode. Um, 
but how is this relevant? Okay. If now, now we know that this happens with, with objects and this happens with uh, words. This also happens with any kind of concept. If you think, if you have any presupposition about yourself, let's say, deep, deep within, you know that you're stupid. Trust me, you're gonna, your attention is fixed on all the details that prove such thing. In the same way as you heard that word, that never was, that was never spoken before. That is how you perceive it. You know it's not true. The same fact, everything that proves you, what you think about yourself, whether negative or positive, is not true. You have both. You have as many reasons to think that you are a genius as as you have reasons to think that you are completely stupid. Because all of us are geniuses and stupid at times. That's just how we work. That's, let's not put uh, attention into how much of each. But for all you know, be happy with the 50-50 and you're good to go. And focus on the things that you know will help you to see. Another one. People, all people is strange and, and, and is bad and all, you know, this cynical, everyone just um, think about their own benefit and your trust issues. Then you're fixing your mind. I mean, it will happen that you are gonna see proof after proof after proof after proof of that being correct. And that, my friend, is gonna make the world disgusting. So, if you put, I mean, how, basically knowing how this works, now that you know how this works, then you would say, well, how can I shift it back to whatever I want? Well, easily. Just repeat yourself, imagine yourself, uh, imagine that whatever is different. Just imagine it. Imagine that people is nice. Imagine that people want to fucking help you. Imagine that you are smart and uh, intelligent and uh, whatever you are not imagining properly now. every day and you will see that all of a sudden people will begin smiling more all of a sudden you're gonna find things you didn't found in yourself and all of a sudden the world is not is not such a fucking horrible place to stay at because your the, the way you 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 tune your attention is different. Now, it's like, okay, why, I have my theory of why does this work. 
This theory comes from uh, a long curriculum of dealing with every psychedelic I can put my hands on. And is that deep within us, and this is my theory, it makes sense to me, so that's all I care of. Um, deep within us, we have loops, we have uh, uh, like very, like very unconscious uh, patterns of, of thought that are there and are constantly, constantly checking that everything makes sense. These are very, 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 very deep, very, very unconscious um, loops. I, I call it loops. I mean, uh, I call it loops because um, it's kind of programming. It's, um, it's, it's an is an action that goes all the time, is repeating for as long as you're alive. Does this moment make sense? Yes, good. Does this moment make sense? Yes, good. You know, so it's, of course, not as conscious as that, but it's like, <clears throat> it's an alarm that is always on, always on. Everything must make sense. Everything must make sense. So, why do we have that? Because if you, you as an animal, you relate to your environment, you, you need your environment to survive, correct? <laughs> so, since we don't have horns or an, a natural armor or anything, all we have is our capability to, of, of, of abstract thinking and, and, and critical thinking and so on, or cognition, basically. So, our, basically, that loop, what it's doing is my environment and my inner representation of this environment must match. Because if I cannot advance what the, the environment is like, looks like, is, gonna, is, is going to behave like, I'm screwed. This is so, so, so deep, deep within us that we will bend reality in order to fit that view of the world. We will bend reality to fit that view of the world. Storm, come on. Because there is one rule. Uh, stuff might, much, must make sense. Stuff must, must make sense. There is no way around that. And that's why people explain things in the most bizarre ways. That's why you, it's, just, it's all over the place. You will start seeing things now because you, if you didn't know about this. Now you, do, now you do and it's new. And now you're going to start seeing it everywhere. So that means that if you have the belief and it is, it is very complex. I could stay explaining here how, do you, how the beliefs are created, how is it that some things come through your critical faculty, critical thinking, and others uh, not and stuff. This works uh, for 
another episode if you're interested. Tell me in the Black Metal Alchemist group. But um, <laughs> once you start deciding what do you put attention to, reality little by little is going to mold to that. Now, you're going to ask, we're going to say, well, ain't that going to be simply deluded? Well, it can, if it makes sense to you, it will work. If it doesn't make sense to you, then it won't. Don't try to, don't try to put in, in, in the, don't try to think something that you know is not true for a matter of, as a matter of fact. You know, just because you want the sky to be orange tomorrow, it won't become orange tomorrow or green, right? The thing is, there are things that are just based on your beliefs. And you can find these ones out, uh, you know, with, with, with Socratic uh, questioning, with, you know, any kind of idea, any kind of, any kind of idea you have about yourself, any kind of presupposition you have about yourself or about others, you can change that at will. Because if you put it to question long enough, you're going to find out that those, those realities about that you know that you have about yourself are mostly bullshit are just like um, you better believe in unicorns it's the same thing there is nothing around you that actually is a proof a measurable proof that you are this or that Of course, physical, physical things are different, but when it comes to attributes, good enough, beautiful, uh, interesting, you know, wh whatever is bothering you, check that, check the fact that the only one that knows that, the thing, so it's you. But, um, well, that is how whatever you think becomes your reality. Your thoughts materialize in the real world in a way or another. At least that is how it feels to you. It's not really what's happening, right? Because what's happening is that what is, is. But there is so much stuff that you only see a little part of it. That little part of it, of the whole thing, is what you call your reality. So, all I'm saying is start looking somewhere else if you don't like the little small piece you got. Okay? So, guys, this was all for today. I hope you liked it and uh, subscribe and share and all that stuff now and uh, 
join the Black Metal Alchemist group in Facebook. I think I might, I might make another place for those who don't like Facebook. I don't like Facebook, but uh, I'm just used to it. Anyway, guys, just join, share, comment, and uh, see you next. Well, I won't be actually seeing you, but you will be hearing me next time.